0: Howdy, howdy, folks! Welcome back to Hoot and a Half. What's up, everybody? Happy New Year! It is me, Matt, with my co-host Mike, the the host of the number one trending video on YouTube, the roast of Jason Nash. Oh my gosh! Number one trending, brother. Dude, it's been it's been pretty spicy. Mm-hmm. I well, I hate watching myself in moments like that. I've only seen clips every time a clip from the roast comes up on my FYP. I probably let it play for like two seconds and then I swipe because I just cringe about it, um, just because it's just a roast and the jokes are so aggressive yeah and and, and it's been like some backlash about it too where people it's are like, like that every year every time people are really picking it apart thinking yeah. oh they're they're trying to say something with uh, this but it's like yo have y'all watched any professional roasts ever yeah, it's just exaggerating sometimes absolute <laughs> nonsense and sometimes things that are real But, yeah, there's no. this was not a coded language of, like, hey, everyone, we're trying to communicate. Yeah, and a lot of people think, like, oh, man, Matt really needed to get some shit off of his chest. Like, Like, what? I am just having fun. And I think what another thing was is, like, maybe some jokes were, like, plucking on the same string uh, because other people were saying different renditions of that joke. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, Also, a lot of my jokes were not written by me. I'm not even putting blame on that. But it's just – it is a collective (laughs) – group of fun about these people. Also, has nobody seen not, any of our videos? Like, all this entire group does is rip on each other. Right. In every video. Like, yeah. that's everything. That's the whole thing. Is It's all... But some people have been just... Some deep analysis into it, and now there's drama because of the roast, which I think is, like, a Who, little ridiculous. In, in the friend group? Yeah. Oh. Well, no, wait. No, 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 no. Not, not in the friend group. But on uh, but the I internet. But I can tell... Oh, I don't know in the friend group. I really haven't, like, talked to anybody I can't else, imagine there is. But, like... I don't know. We've all had a pretty good sense of humor about it. Yeah. I wasn't offended by any jokes that were written by me. If anything, I love my jokes. I almost kind of want to listen to them again. Mariah's jokes on me, I felt like were the best roast Those jokes. Those were really funny. Like, what, did you help write some of them? I didn't touch Mariah's or Heath's. What was I... the Rotten Tomatoes one? Oh, Matt looks like the guy... Uh, Matt doesn't know if he likes this roast until he sees the rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Yes! Brilliant! That is... That is that. It almost, but it was kind of funny because I felt like half of the room, though, like were people we weren't that close with. Uh, I mean, it it was like Zane's roast, and I know he wanted to be a little bit tighter. Like the last two, it was like hundreds of people. I feel like just randoms, not randoms, but like friends of friends and plus ones. And what really shook me up is that I didn't know that I was hosting until ten minutes before. Yes. Oh man, I was pissed, but I was a little like. All right, I'm just going to do it um, because I think I like not over-rehearsing for scripted, yeah. self-based like things yeah. because I think sometimes if you over-rehearse something that you know you're going to be reading – uh, it can just come off a little too stiff or over or but you went to speech and debate, so I think you might be overanalyzing yeah, a, a little bit. But I was I was happy. Uh, but uh, my teleprompter I was one of the first ones to go up. It didn't work, so I had to read everything off of the paper, and it was never synced up. Anytime I had to go up for other people, but uh, yeah, I I'm printed happy about off it. All of them for like Heath and Zane, and I had to print all of them out before right oh, before I it came. You were just I, I'm so glad that at the end though you went and helped uh, some other people write some jokes too. I wrote, yeah, I was. I don't want to take any credit. Like, unnecessarily, but yes, I did help punch up a lot. I gave you one joke that I think is going viral now the one where you go, what um, is it? Ella, you look so good tonight, and you're t- looking at Reggie. Oh, yeah, 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 I'm, yeah. I'm really happy that that worked because I thought maybe that wasn't going to work, but it seemed like it did. It, it was so funny when I was delivering that line in the beginning. I was just seeing Reggie's face where he was like, Huh? Like he thought <laughs> he thought I was like having a stroke that I was like dead ass looking at him. It was like so he's perfect like, that they were also like on the opposite sides of the room. Like it was so clear you were looking at Reggie right yeah, here, yeah, yeah. and she was all the way on the other side. It was perfect. Oh well, what I think you are an incredible joke writer, and I oh, think what you. um what your biggest skill is like you have really good. Uh, you have really good tempo and, like, rhythm um, for how a joke should sound. Because sometimes a lot of jokes will be written and just, like, the idea is there. But, like, yes. the delivery is has not found its, like, its footing. And the I'm, way to say it is yeah. that you have to be as efficient as possible and also save the surprise of a punchline as late in the it's joke like as it's like a you dance can. move it's yes. like a dance move to a yeah. song you have to it has to be in sync yeah um, and you also are really good at writing in other people's personalities because oh, yeah. Zane was like a little stressed uh, for a long time and I heard that you went yeah. and punched it up and he was like gosh I should have had Mike this whole time writing the jokes uh, but our other joke writers are just yeah, as everyone, good, Yeah. But you, no, no you really came in and, like, added some polish. I, I also, yeah, I like to help people find their own voice. Like, Zane had jokes that I knew he wasn't able to, like, <laughs> articulate in his voice. And yeah. it's like, let's make this zane and cut it down and, like... Nation. Did you see that some people in the subreddit were uh, posting screen... or? took screenshots of the roast because they could see the teleprompter in the back and they were jokes that were cut out. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the roast was great. You did a great job hosting. I'm glad it's doing well. Did you win anything big on the SeatGeek wheel? Uh, so I, I did win on the SeatGeek wheel. I won $100. Ooh, yeah, so did you spend it already? I haven't. No, I what? still have to email. I did use uh, I uh, SeatGeek code a while back when like David was doing it and I, I got some 20% off or $20 off. Okay. Cool. Yeah, I don't know what I need tickets for. That's actually... There's a concert uh, Coach, tomorrow. Coachella is the one where I'm like, please. Either, I feel like we can get, though. I wouldn't. I don't know if we need to use your SeatGeek winnings for that. No, no. Well, I, I got SeatGeek gave me Coachella tickets last year because I did basically SeatGeek for Mr. SeatGeek. So the president, um, which in the roast of I mean, he got Jason fired or and replaced Jeff, or what was the roast for? Bryce Hall. Bryce Hall, that's what it was. Okay. Um. So you haven't watched it, the roast. Uh, clips. clips. You haven't, like, sat there on YouTube and watched it? No. Mike, I'm not that... I don't like... Uh-uh. Dude, it also makes me just cringe too much because... I don't know. I don't like it. Yeah. It's, it's also funny. weird having been in the room and then seeing the edit. Like, it. I think it turned out great. It, there's a little bit of, like, obviously stuff that's changed when you're in the room. Because when we're, I think it was, like, over two hours in the room. But then... In the edit it's like 40 minutes because you're cutting down like the interchanges and whatever so you just it is like you're just getting punched in the face with jokes for 40 minutes it's really good it's weird seeing the clips though of everyone's like reactions and i'm like was that the reaction actually in that moment or was this from another thing edit into it yeah like i don't, I don't know, know like how real because you know with anything even yeah. real professional roast oh yeah the editing is never the same of the close-up you're seeing yeah. somebody in the audience yeah of what they're reacting to on stage I'll, so, I'll also say yeah and so i don't know that makes me sometimes i feel like i was too loud on the mic but like it was because those are such small things that nobody but you Oh, notices. I know, I know. Um, but uh, it's good. But you, man, that roast, though, was intense. Some people walked out. Do you remember that? I remember one person claims. <laughs> oh, I wish I could say who Hold walked on. out but at I, the roast. I, I, but what I was told is that this person didn't walk out because of the jokes. What I heard after the fact, because this person ended up coming back after when the roast was over. <laughs> after and they finished crying out on the streets. I, I don't know. But what I was told, not by this person, but indirectly, was that person left to go like take care of an errand. <sighs> And it wasn't that they walked out because they were mad at the roast, but I don't know. It was it was like pretty specific when they walked out, and the, but they came back in after, and I saw them, and it was fine. So I don't know. Hey, take a joke, yeah, take a joke. But it was a good time, and then um, had a great rest of the night. I want to do it again. I, I like, don't want. I would never ever want to do a roast uh, of on, on me. I would love to do another one. I would with love to who? Be, who I, would you think would be a good roast? Um, I mean, it would be nice to get like Carly and Aaron in the mix somehow, and like maybe some other people that haven't like spoken, like Taylor, um, like the roast of you're saying like the roast oh, of Taylor. Oh, I don't Taylor? care. It doesn't matter who it is. It could be it could be the second roast I guess of it would Jason have to Nash. Be like David Dobrik. Sure, it could be David, but like yeah, but just it doesn't really matter who the main guy is. The point is. Like on um, the roast that, of name, uh, but the, the, it is important who the main guy is because that's the next. That's the reason why we would do it. For sure, the next but one. The, but the jokes is all that I care about, and the jokes are about everybody, everybody on the else. table. I know, but I'm trying to find the right occasion that it would happen. So. It could be Jason again. It could be David. It could be just the roast of the friend. Group, would like, you ever have the roast of Mike Sheffer? Obviously, I think it it's probably little wouldn't happen. It yeah. wouldn't happen. But would you take hundred percent? A hundred percent. Yes. I just don't think it would do that well, but I would <laughs> I would do it. I would do it. Yeah, yeah, People, yeah, I think comedians do it for their, like, there was a roast of, like, Burt Kreischer, I think, where I don't even think they recorded it. It's just, like, just for comedians to go and have a fun night. Oh, it's, yeah. like, a reason to go do something. Um, well, love, did you have a roast. good New Year's? I did. What'd you do? Uh, Sally Dar and Sarah McKendrick and their other friend, Sodi came over to the house. Um, we Adam and I wore tuxedos in the house. And we played Spyfall, and watched the ball drop in New York, and then you-, you guys all made out with each other. Well, we like kissed on the lips, each of us for New Year's. <laughs> I tried to joke with them the other night, just at, one of those at, at knitting Club. I was like, "So what'd you guys do?" Oh, and they're like, "Oh, well, we went over to Mike's house and hung out with Mike and Adam." I was like, "Oh, so was this just like a plot to like hook up with Adam?" And they like <laughs> take not- it back. <laughs> yes, and I'm like, "It's a joke." Huh? But then they like they were they were, plenty, they were joking about having orgies and stuff, though. Like, oh, I know. No, those girls like to party. I that know, was just I know. like, you know, and they're a bit of like kind of uh, I would say ro- romantics at heart. And and Willie, <laughs> they like to their crush. crush. So I was like, well, it was so it was yeah. And Willie was there, but at the strike of midnight, we all just. Even me and Adam and Will, all, oh, it was yeah, a full, yeah. just Same a nice here. New Year's kiss, everyone, you know, no making out or anything. No did you tone. watch it on TV or did you have your own kind of camera We tried to watch it on TV and there was some like BBL documentary. Like a Brazilian butt lift? Yeah, about like gone wrong. And that was like on the ABC app. We were trying to watch, I wanted to see Liza with Brian Seacrest. Oh, yeah. And on the internet But wasn't app, that in New York? Isn't that three hours ahead? Sure, but we started at eight o'clock oh. and I tried to watch the ABC stream at eight o'clock and it was like... Just a little screenshot of the ball, just static shot, and then like at ninety percent of the screen was this BBL oh. documentary. And Sally Dar was like, "Why are you watching this on New Year's Eve?" I was like, "This is what they're it's playing." On. Yeah, bummer. So don't get a BBL is what I learned <laughs> on New Year's Eve. Oh yeah. um And then, uh uh what are your New Year's resolutions I never make them. You do? You mm-hmm. don't? Is there mm-hmm. a personal reason why you don't? If you want to better yourself, don't wait till the calendar says to. Just do I it. don't like goals you that's apparent what do you mean i'm just kidding well i think goals can kind of make people depressed i think you should like i think you should create more <laughs> be- successful you should create better habits to get you to achieve things that you want to happen but by like saying like if my goal right, right into the lens sometimes i think people's goals will make you do, like i think you should surprise yourself with your new habits on changing your life yeah habits if are if people better than have a goals. goal who's like i will get on snl Good luck. No. Good luck. Or I'm going to become a pro football player by the end of the year. That Mm. is my goal. Good luck. Like It's better to make habits. Instead of being, I want to lose 10 pounds, is Mm. I will exercise every day. That's a habit that you can do. And by virtue of doing the habit, you will find the goal. Yeah. I just hope, because I just think... Uh, I, uh, then maybe your goal should be, like, attainable and strive towards achievements that you would like to see happen. Yeah. But the word goal sometimes for me is, like, a trigger uh, word. Yeah. But I do have, like, things I want to achieve. But Can not... I give you your holiday gift? You got me a gift? I sure what? did, pal. <laughs> it's not – I'm just going to preface. It's not as good as the gift you gave me, so I should feel we bad. Explain to the people what I gave you for Oh, yeah, Hanukkah. we didn't go through this. Yeah. Why don't you explain the v- VCR – Situation. Oh, uh, VCR. Just, just uh <laughs> Oh, um, well, I guess lately my new f- hobby, you know, I, I get a new hobby and I obsess about it. I've just been really into uh, VHSs and like VCR TV combos. I think that they're a really cool accessory to have in your home, not to sit there and watch movies on. Like, I get it. Watching a movie on a really nice big big plasma LCD. LC, H- HD, 4K, yeah. Watch a movie like that. But I feel like. uh. Mobile like VHS TVs um, to me are like uh, like almost like accessories or pieces of furniture. It's almost like a yes. lamp. The way it just like creates this buds and illumination into a corner of the room and the joy it sparks um, in people whenever they interact with it. I love and yeah. VHSs are super cheap. You can collect all your favorite movies. It's a fun little thing. Mike has always appreciated the joy that uh, I don't know that that he's gotten from whenever well, I have we go mine to the set VHS up. store together, and I'm like, oh, this is so cool to have physical. But media. you didn't have a VHS, no. So I did a big hunt. I went on eBay because usually the good ones are on eBay, but they cost so much to ship. But I look up the ones that are local pickups. I drove out an uh, hour each way, an hour each way, found you a really great white one with the mobile. Uh, or the, 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 the combo VHS. Built in, Bought Brought yeah. it back, gave it to you for Hanukkah. It was amazing. I'm blown away. Because I had bought probably like seven VHSs when we would go to the VHS stores. Yeah. And I had no, nothing to do with them. They were just, they were look nice. But now I, every day I wake up and I just pop one in. And I get what you're saying, though, you want long movies because I have all these like 90 minute like Bruce Lee movies, and you know, if and they go over past. From like 10 to 11:30 a.m. I'm like, "Oh my God, it's still in the morning, and I already burned through a whole movie." And you're not again, you're not sitting there watching the movie i put it on mute yeah 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 don't i hardly turn the sound up yeah it, or if you, there's like a funny scene you can like turn the sound up but it's yeah. just there long movies though are the best because you don't have to change them that yes. often does yours auto rewind yes, at it the does. end isn't that it's the, best? the best you don't have to i did i will say i did watch a movie in full that i would never watch because it's not on any platforms and i wouldn't like pay it, it, it'll cost you four dollars to rent it on youtube but it costs three dollars for the vhs i watched uh, the Seven Year Itch, a Marilyn Monroe movie. Oh yeah, it's like a classic Marilyn Monroe. I've never seen her in anything, and it was fucking amazing. It was you hilarious. You've Never seen a Marilyn Monroe movie ever, dude. You got to see The Exorcist. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, some like it, oh, uh, some like it hot. Mm-hmm. Is that the name of it? Mm-hmm. Some like it hot. That's About the three, the three guys who dress up as girls to join.
1: Dance I don't know the group, plot, like but a
0: performing group, I'm pretty sure it's so funny. I want to get some of these like 50s movies because they also just look nicer on the analog. Or, it's yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah. like cute. I don't need to see this on my 4K TV. I kind of like how the sound I have is. Breakfast a little... at Tiffany's, though minus Mickey Rooney. <laughs> oh, oh, did they cut it out? Or you're just no? Saying, it's in it, yeah. but I hate it. But uh, but I do love Breakfast at Tiffany's, or I like the I like the song Moon River a lot. I... Um, and I actually have a Marilyn Monroe film called Niagara Falls. Is it good? Never watched it, dude. She was. Stunning. I know. I get... Sometimes of get really fixated on that she died. Like, how did she die? Was it, like, a mystery? Suicide. No way. Su- yeah, suicide. Confirmed or, like, CIA? Definitely. No, she ingested that many pills. Where, oh, my like, God. Like, by herself. And it was in her house and, like, her maid found her and everything. It's... It's... Um. yeah no totally confirmed suicide rumors say though it was because she kind of had a thing with JFK oh. JFK was kind of blowing Di- her off oh. like rumors, that, rumors say that like JFK was on the phone when she committed suicide yeah oh, she, she was with Arthur Miller like divorced Arthur Miller yeah I, I, I hopefully I, and she was with Joe DiMaggio for a bit yeah Um. but she like in this movie she was it's like unbelievable She looked as modern as she would... Like, if you put her in a movie today, you'd be like, oh my God, she's She's a movie star. Yeah. Total babe. But just like the energy and the poise. But thanks to Rocket Money for sponsoring this episode of Hoot and a Half. We'll we'll be right back after a quick word from today's sponsor, Rocket Money. I love Rocket Money. I was just on Rocket Money earlier today because, you know, it's the new year. I'm trying to get all my finances in order. You know, you need to do a little bit of cleaning for the new year, not just in your room and in your physical space, but also in your wallet and everything that you may be subscribed to digitally online. I found out that I've been paying nearly $17 every four weeks to the New York times. And I didn't even know about it. Really? I mean, I I think it's important to subscribe to a publication to stay informed, but I didn't want to buy the $17 every, every uh, four weeks. I've been probably paying that for about two years. Is that not for the Dude, it was no, it wasn't for the crossword. That's what I was going to say. Mike, it wasn't for the crossword. That's tied to my Apple ID and my Apple subscriptions. Oh, goodness. I can see all of that. But no, I had a whole separate account that I was paying for the New York Times, and I would have never known about it if it wasn't for rocket money, pointing that out. But hey, Matt... Is Rocket Money just for subscriptions and notifying you when you're paying too much? Guys, absolutely not. It is so much more than that. It's actually the sickest finance app I've ever used. I've used some of the other ones and it's the best. And you and you may be like, but isn't this like Truebill? Rocket Money is Truebill. They just changed their name. Yeah, formerly known as Truebill, Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels all your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending and helps lower your bills all in one place. Did you know that over 80% of people have subscriptions that they forgot about? Like streaming services they may have bought to watch just one episode of a show or a free trial that you don't even use. Me with my Amazon account, I also realized I was subscribing to STARS. Didn't realize that, so I made sure I cut that out. Exactly right, Matt. Rocket Money will quickly and easily identify your subscriptions for you so you can stop paying for the ones that you don't want. You simply find the subscription that you don't want and press cancel and the Rocket Money app will cancel it for you. There's no more long hold times with customer service or emails back and forth. Rocket Money makes canceling subscriptions as easy as a click of a button. Over 3 million people have used Rocket Money with the average person saving up to $720 a year. Year. Stop throwing your money away. Cancel unwanted subscriptions and manage your expenses the easy way. Go to rocketmoney.com/hoot. That is rocketmoney.com/hoot. Once again, rocketmoney.com/hoot. And now, back to the episode. But anyway, this is your <laughs> gift. <laughs> we really in, in a similar in a similar fashion, I hope that you'll appreciate this because it's something that you mentioned only one time. And I don't think you have it. So I'm hoping that it's something that you find valuable. I'll I'll hold the mic for you while you open it. All right. Hey, this appears to be a shirt. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. How cool. (laughs) It's a, it is a Wikipedia of Dallas, Texas. It's a wiki shirt. I love it. I, wa- I was going to get a wiki shirt one time of psoriasis. <laughs> I was thinking of getting you the wiki shirt for psoriasis, but I figured also it's like on theme where I usually get you something Dallas or Texas related for the for the holidays. So I hope you like it. Mike, I love it. I got a little nervous when I saw you wearing the Lana Del Rey uh, Screen- YouTube screenshot yeah, shirt. I yeah. thought maybe that was a wiki shirt. And I was no, like, oh, no. No, that one's an and after that shirt. Oh, okay. Well, this is the Wikipedia entry for Dallas, Texas as of December. So, unless something crazy happens in Dallas in the next period of time, I, I, don't, th- <laughs> I don't think this will change. I love but, it. Um, do you recognize the, the photos in it? Like, are you familiar with these locations? Yes. It's, I mean, it's the total skyline. You have Big text that's uh, at the uh, Texas State Fair. You have the, the Gargoyle Building. Oh, which I'm pretty sure is the, is that the Old Bread Museum? No, I know the Winspear Opera House. Can I hold it up to the camera? The JFK Memorial. No, there's a lot of stuff on there, Mike. Thank you. I didn't know Dallas had a flag. Well, learn something new. My, so, this, oh, yeah. My dad's going to love this. So I hope you like it. And I, 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 I love hope, it. I hope it's something you will wear. I know I've given you some gifts that are more... Like what? <laughs> Like the unopened Sonic the Hedgehog mug I got? I actually just just opened it today and I finally put it in. uh, I was just trying to think of something that I can give you that is cooler than just the thought of the moment. I hope you wear it. If you don't, I obviously understand. But I feel like it's something that you may like. I love it. Okay. Okay. I love it so much. I'm glad. Do Um, you want to see my impression of lightweights? (laughs) Sure. Did you know? Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. And you just you just have to go. No way, no way. Shut up, shut up, shut up. up. Dead ass, dead ass. No way. Did you know? No way. Did you know? No way. Let, listen, listen to this. You're not going to believe this. So it turns dead out. Ass? Yeah. Dead Wait, ass. hold on. Bro? Let, can, <laughs> <laughs> That's our lightweight impression. <laughs> we just didn't get the fact out. Uh, no, tell me a fact though that blow my mind, Mike. A, a blow your mind fact. Yeah. Okay. Um, whenever you look up at the stars, and you're looking at a star as it was in the sky, you're actually looking at how the star looked, like millions, if not hundreds of millions of years. Did you know this The light's now getting to you. I, I, you, you didn't tell me to prepare facts. Okay, fine, 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 fine. What is this? Am I on the what spot? What did you think of Banshees of Inisharan? What movies have you seen lately? Okay, Banshees of Inisharan, Great fucking movie. Martin McDonough, one of my favorite directors. He came out with the movie In Bruges. Which, which is, I've never I, seen. But Martin McDonough... And you liked... Banshees of Inisherin, Yeah. And I also love Three Billboards Outside of Ebbing, Missouri. Have you seen that one? Of course. Three times. Have you read his plays? No. You should read The Pillow Man. I've heard. I wanted to see that when it was on in New York. Yeah. There's a movie called Six Shooter that he did also. Six Shooter. Oh. It all takes place on a train, and this is like first short film. Okay. He's one of my favorite directors. Like I was so fucking hyped when Banshees of Inner Sharon was coming out because it's also the same two guys. That are in the movie in Bruges. B-R-U-G-E-S. The same actors, not the same characters. No. Same actors. Right. But it's Colin Farrell and... I. Uh, that, that one Irish guy who hosted SNL. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know his son is the guy that's in the Star Wars movies and Ex Machina. The redhead kid. Get out that's of here! That's his son. Oh! Brendan Gleeson and Hall Gleeson. Yes! Oh, I didn't realize that's his son. Yeah, I hung who's out it? with him at who, South by one time. Who's in About Time? I think so. And then he's I, one of the Weasley brothers. I don't know, I haven't seen any of those, but <laughs> you've never seen any right of it. Right before like the there was a South by that I went to one time yeah. when Ex Machina came out, and it was Oscar Isaac and this guy. And there was like a South South by party for this movie. And like three days before they had just announced that Oscar Isaac was gonna be in the new Star Wars movie. And nobody fucking knew who he was at this party. And I was like, this guy is about to be the biggest movie star in the world. Like, everyone's going to know his name. So I was just, like, drinking beers with him. And I was like, dude, do you realize that your fucking life is about to change? And he was like, Eh, yeah, we'll see. I don't know. And I was like, dude, you are about to be in fucking the reboot of Star Wars. Your life is going to be, like, it's crazy that no one knows who you are right now. You should yeah. take in this moment. And he was kind of like, eh, you know, he was just like so nonchalant about it. And then, of course, now he's like the biggest guy in the world. But you know why he's so great? Why? Juilliard. Did he go to Juilliard? Yeah, he did. Really? Mm-hmm. You know who else went to Juilliard? The guy from Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Really? The guy who plays uh, Dennis. Kelly Day? No, Dennis. Went oh, to Juilliard. For acting? Yeah. Shit. Yeah, I heard it on their podcast. Fascinating. Yeah. You know who I would have cast in that movie instead of Oscar Isaac? Kathy Bates? <laughs> Sam Sheffer. <laughs> you, I think your your brother, though, in that role, like, there are moments where that guy reminds me of your brother. In Ex Machina? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I just like to picture, like, Sam Sheffer in that kind of role. Should we talk more shit about our friends? <laughs> you Do you want to? Well, Jason got engaged. Joe got engaged. Right. You Do you feel like everyone's kind of, like, cramping your style a little bit? Well, you know what's funny is I found out that Joe was supposed to propose to caitlin the week i proposed to patricia and he had to push it back a month because because you did it yeah what your appendix really changed the course of many people's lives certainly certainly and we were with joe the day before he did it and uh, he came over and gave you all the heck stuff. i knew wait oh yes but, oh right i didn't know they were engaged they told me after the day after they gave me the hex cloud stuff wait they had they were already engaged Joe and caitlin the- come over to my house and he goes i have something to surprise you with and then him and caitlin come into our house but they have nothing in their hands so i'm like well what the fuck is it and then he was like well let's get danielle down here too so me and danielle are down in our kitchen we're sitting on the bar stools or whatever closing our eyes they still don't have anything in their hand and then I noticed that like, Caitlyn's kind of holding her arm, and he goes, "Okay, so there's something we want to share with you guys." And immediately I go, "Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god!" Because I figure, I realize, yeah, yeah. It, well, it was either she is engaged or she's pregnant. <gasps> but then I was like, "That's kind of weird." Yeah. To like, because I'm like, what is she hiding? A a, a pregnancy stick? I'm right, like, right. you show so you show your 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 spouse your your. Pregnancies. You don't show that to people. <laughs> you don't go, yeah, or unless, or, or your mom. You yeah, don't, don't. I don't think a lot of people bring their pee stick. Well, yeah, maybe no. close girlfriends. Okay, or I don't know that. Been, I don't know that. Again. It would have been a little weird. So then I realized it. They showed it. Oh my god! <laughs> Woo! So happy. Yeah, and then. Uh but it was so funny they told me that they were supposed to propose around the same time because I remember I was doing a mukbang with Joe and Joe was like so when are you proposing? It was almost like Joe's tone though it, he was just being incredibly interested in yeah. what it was happening yeah. but I took it as like him being like maybe you shouldn't marry Patricia <laughs> like I was like, what's the big deal? Oh, I, I got a vibe from Joe that he was trying to hold something back. When and it was he was asking you about you were going to propose to Patricia. Yes. And you thought it was... I understand. Okay. And then what's funny, you and I, we go over to Jason's house. And right before we do his podcast, yes. which I don't know if it's out yet, right? No, he hasn't posted that yet. He told us right before that he was proposing. Yes. Right before we filmed the podcast. And he's like, don't tell anyone. Wild. <laughs> so there's going to be a lot of weddings this year. Biggest thing is like, I'm having a lot of like paranoia and i say paranoia lightly i just hope nobody books their wedding on the same day as mine you better put send out those save the dates brother i know we already do have the date i know but you should send it out to everyone now so you're no one stressing I- me out do we need it in this podcast right now well <laughs> no not at 5 p.m no. on a friday i really want to have my engagement party at david's house but david hasn't responded to me david did say we could just no. te- you got to just text him a bunch all right oh i sent him a really funny meme the other day what was the meme you sent david uh <laughs> well because you told me that he loves the the guesser guy right yes um, well he's always very baffled by him well but he like i mean i'm not in the group chat but the fact you told me that he loves the geogester guy just look at this meme For the listeners, it's the GeoGuesser guy with like a face filter that makes him look like pretty big. He's like, oh, that's a big hot dog. Yep, mustard, ketchup, classic. <laughs> uh, Mahi Mahi tacos, we'll take that. Uh, Frito pie, wow, can't believe that, but all right, that's a cheeseburger for sure. Broccoli ribs. Did David find it funny? Yeah, look, he, he gave, me a, gave me the. This is. Did he go, ha ha ha? That's good. When did he send that? Okay. Oh, that was Wednesday. Okay. Just making sure. Wait, why? Because David just hasn't responded to me in like two days. He's an idiot. You just have to text him a bunch. Or, you just, or you text vo- Taylor. Or just text or Taylor. David, though, you, he will only respond if it's like a voice message, too. Oh, because then he has to listen to it. Yeah. They ran into Sam at CES yesterday. You I see saw that? that. I didn't even know Zane was going to CES. He goes, I'm just going to Vegas for a Snapchat thing. And I was like, you went to CES? He goes, Oh, yeah. I just, I'm like, it's a pretty cool event. Yeah. Um, where were we? I feel like we really derailed. Uh, we're talking about engagement. Engagement. Oh, hope nobody plans it on this day. I don't think they will. But 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 maybe maybe just communicate that to Jason and I have. I've told them my dates. Joe. They know. They know. Yeah. But hopefully though, it's not like when I'm at my honeymoon or or there's always that weird overlap. Yeah. Or yeah. Hope it's not during like a Jewish holiday. Oh oh uh oh. In September. Uh oh. You can sell Is there something that says you cannot one not? Well, if I'm like one thou shalt not go to a wedding. No, but if it's like Rosh Hashanah or something, and I'm at my family's house, like in New Jersey. Okay. Okay. Oh, what you will be around next weekend, right? Yes. My parents are coming. You better meet them. Oh yes, I know, I know, I know. It's been too long. Yeah, Wait, wait, too many too many years it's well you've missed them the last like two times they've been here was you, it two times they've been here twice and you have not been in town both times i'm so sorry it's Mike. okay it's fine i think that my mom's just very excited to meet you. oh yeah, yeah you're yeah, not yeah. going anywhere at all. i don't as long as as far as i know no There's just the american influencer awards <laughs> which unfiltered is nominated for unfiltered is nominated for hopefully we win you go on that subreddit for david dobrik yeah uh how do you feel about that subreddit uh the david dobrik subreddit yeah Fine. I'm totally fine with it. I think I, I don't know. Every community has a right to get together and talk no, about I, talk about what they're their uh, No judgment. I Witnessing. don't think it's healthy for you oh, to be looking at it. I don't check it that often. No. I don't I can't I don't think I've looked at it since like twenty twenty. Same. It was the first time I've looked at it Yeah. All year. I <laughs> think I think some <laughs> No, you know you what know I mean? the friend the think, friend who or, says see you next the, year. <laughs> no, I'm not. I, first time I've looked at it but the last time I looked at it was when Patricia and I got engaged. So, oh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I th- I mean I support people like I I get it. You want to have your internet community about the art that you like. I just think it's a little it would be it's I don't think it's healthy for like our like I hear friends of ours talk about going on it. No. And I'm like, "Don't that's not you're not a real person." Yeah, I definitely the, have my boundaries of what yeah. types of things I want to dive into. Cuz like you don't want that to affect how you like live your life. And no. I think some people can take internet comments and like internalize it, but for you as a real person, they're just they they don't see you as a real person. I right. think but I don't know. I feel like we derailed again. We're talking we, about movies. So you've seen Banshees of Inisherin. Yeah, you should see Bruges I will see Ambrouge. It's that amazing. On my, I have that on my Letterboxd watch list. It's, it's. Did you see anything else? I know, I know, I know. we us talk about what's hot this year, Mike. Uh, me and, me and what, Adam have been watching a lot of movies. I just saw A Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. Uh, for the first time? Yeah, it's the only David Fincher movie Dude, that I haven't seen. That is a movie I wish I could relive and watch. It is an awesome mystery. I would have loved a trigger warning or two. Oh, oh yeah, there is there is a pretty rough scene in that movie. Possibly the roughest scene in any movie I've ever seen in my life. That was the darkest shit I've ever seen. Like I still must. She gets about. back though. What? Huh? Yeah. She well. well no, not really. Not a spoiler, okay. but like, yeah, that was a, a bit w- rough. But great story though. I love the environment. I love how it's wintry. We're in we're in Sweden. We also we tried to watch it and we went on Amazon Prime and clicked "Girl with the Dragon Tattoo." Yeah. And the first like eight minutes, no one says anything. And so we're just, like, watching it, and, like, in the intro it said, like, director and, like, you know, Editore, and all the names were, like, Swedish names. I was like, okay, whatever. Oh, you watched the Swedish version. Yeah, and then they start talking in Swedish, and I looked at Adam, and I was like, what the fuck is going on here? And then we looked it up, and it turns out that there was a Swedish version made first. Yeah, they do all three in Swedish version, and I'm pretty sure the English, it's only Girl with the Dragon Tattoo and Girl Who Kicked Is there a second one? Yeah, but but it's it's not Rooney Mara. It's a different girl. Which is annoying. They should have made them back to back to back. But David Fincher didn't direct it either, right? No, in it, the second one. I is it worth did, watching? I heard it didn't get that good of reviews. I want to watch the Swedish one. Have you seen the Swedish one? No. I feel like. Do I you should... want to watch that together? Yeah, I'm down. But I heard mixed reviews about the Sweet- Swedish one. Is still like in the world of like Sweden. It's like meh. Apparently, Swedes just make really fucked up dark movies too. That is true. You seen the Seventh Seal? No, but I did watch like, Fanny and Alexander. I watched that for the first time. You should watch. That. I mean, Fanny and Alexander is fine, but the thing that he is known for is okay. But the let's, Seventh Seal. You said hot cl- movies. This came out in 1957. No, this I'm is about ho- Oscar season, Mike. We're in show business. What the, the movies that are coming out? I, you tell me. Did you see? Uh Triangle of Sadness. No. Okay, did you see The new Pinocchio, the animated one. Oh, I started it. I haven't finished it. It's lovely. It's beautiful. From what I've seen. And it's funny. Yeah. The little cricket guy that keeps getting fucking smashed. Jiminy Cricket? (laughs) Yeah. Thanks to Talkspace for sponsoring this episode of Hoot and a Half. And we'll be right back to Hoot and Half after a word from this sponsor. When it comes to therapy, psychiatry, getting the help you need has never been so accessible and affordable. You can get mental health care with or without insurance with Talkspace. When you're able to ask your provider from the comfort of your device, it means mental health care can be on your schedule. And skipping the wait times to get an appointment or the travel time to an office can free up time for the rest of your life. Talkspace is so flexible, it helps me feel supported around the clock. Talkspace lets you send messages to your dedicated therapist in the Talkspace platform, which allows you to update them on the challenges and the triumphs that you're facing in real time. So you do not have to wait for your next session. With Talkspace, you can set goals with your therapist and they'll hold you accountable and make sure you're really progressing. Therapy can help you shift your perspective, find tools to cope in difficult times and be a guiding light. And some of the things that we love about Talkspace, it's convenient. It's mental health care that meets you wherever you are and simplifies taking care of your therapy and psychiatry needs. It eliminates the commute to appointments, missed time that you would miss at work or lining up childcare in order to attend sessions. Plus, Instead of waiting for appointments, you can send text messages to your therapist to let them know what issues you're facing in real time. It's mental health made easy. And it is also super secure. Talkspace is secure in private and it's using the latest end-to-end bank grade encryption technology to store client imp- information and complying with the latest HIPAA regulations. As a listener of this podcast, you will get $100 off your first month with Talkspace when you go to. To talkspace.com and use code hh to match with a licensed therapist today go to talkspace.com and use code hh to get 100 dollars off your first month and to show your support of the show that's hh at talkspace.com and now back to the episode have you heard of the saying epigenetic imprinting yeah, a it, little bit. It's like the idea of like generational trauma imprinting yes. on. So there's, I think, what I heard in a study, whatever, that like if something happened to your grandparents that was traumatic, you, the grandchildren will still have like trauma responses and triggers. And is this based like on, like. Dreams or phobias, like no, no, just like like tra- like anything that's traumatic, like there's like depression. If or my s- ancestors were in a huge train accident. Yes. Am I scared of trains? Yes, yeah. Like Holocaust, like grandchildren of Holocaust survivors have trauma from the Holocaust. From the Holocaust, But what like specifically? It, 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 I, man- I I know that the Holocaust <laughs> is very bad, but is it like is it like getting tra- being trapped? Is that I don't I don't know the specific taken against your will. I don't know that it's like a specific reaction, but there is a version of it that gets passed down and i think that that's also like the difference one of the many differences between me and you i feel like you're a lot more carefree and like yeah let's just go out and have a good time and i'm like i don't know what if something bad happened like not that i'm actually thinking that but you're like you're a little bit more carefree i'm a little bit more oh and you think that has to deal with like having been a jew and having been like just born and raised in america and generationally american interesting and and i and i like to drink because i'm irish no, not that, <laughs> but just a little bit more. I mean, I don't know if there's like generational trauma in your family, but do you know what I think it's yeah. with you? Yeah. <laughs> you what's know, wrong with me? I. It's not what's wrong, but I think you could have been different if you went to a bigger school oh, a, like a younger, up, and you hung around more women, even though I'm not saying that you're like, you're you're hard masculine no no but like you're right. i feel like there's like some social energy that you can pick up by hanging out with like of friends course. of girls at a younger age because i'm like a lot i had a lot of like girlfriends growing up yeah. like girls i hung out with that also i feel like changed and molded the personality i am because there's sure. also tons of dudes who hang out with just dudes yeah or but i don't know i think you could have been like a little or like bit if more. i had a sister Yes, like there is benefit. Like Adam has a sister, and he has a completely different like ability to connect with people. But and I feel like you hung out with just your brothers a lot. Yeah, and I was the oldest because you're very content on being like, oh, I'm good, I'm home, I can like do this. I'm like, we have to go out, we have to seize the day. Like, and there's nothing wrong with that. But I feel like now, I mean, as an adult, I feel like I have more girl friends than guy friends. Like all my friends are girls now. Ella, Jess, Angela. Mika. Yeah, you don't really have like a guy squad. Not out here. You're like in like this friend group, you're, yeah, you, I would say you're definitely my closest guy friend, like you and Adam. In New York, I still have my guy friends, but here in LA, like all, I say most of my friends are girls, and mm-hmm. it's great. It's such a different energy, and it feels like, I feel I can feel like I can relax because there's no competition of any kind. Like when you're with guys, guys sometimes want to like mm-hmm. one up each other and like do you ever be s- funny? Do you, isn't it kind of like I think you don't really struggle with it, and I've definitely have gotten like over it. But sometimes like I wasn't satisfied with like my social surroundings or like yeah. I wish or I'm always looking at the past, going, Oh, I wish I had a more like. Fraternal, like or you have group a lot of, of FOMO of friends, or I wish it was just bigger. Sometimes I feel like it ran too thin, or I feel like it's not as strong and as bonded as I want. It's like this whole, I I want to say it's like I wish I was in a fraternity kind of feeling, but like I wish I was like part of like a bigger interested team. Or you I, always but, have FOMO, but though. then I look back, I know exactly. But then I'm so satisfied with it all. But I think a lot of people sometimes I read comments where like they look at like the vlog squad or other groups going, "Gosh, I wish I had a group of friends like that." Yeah, or, or they're not happy with, like, their friend circle. Yeah. What do you think is, like, how do you handle those types of thoughts? If you and wish do, you had better friends. Then, sometimes I think people go, yo, if you don't like the people that you're around with, change it up. Yeah, just get out of there. But what if, like, you don't have those group of, uh, of it's people? It's tough. It's really tough. But, like, I read a study today, actually, that said 1 in 10 Americans does not have a close friend. Which is fucking crazy. And that's like down like in, in the 50s and the 60s and the 70s, which is like counting down for how many Americans don't have a close friend. I but always sometimes have struggled where like I don't know truly. like I would consider you as one of my greatest friends. But sometimes sure. I feel like you have a closer friend than me. Not here. Really? So are we Are we best friends? Because like Zane, the thing is, Zane for a long... I would say Zane is like a best friend, but you know, Zane and Heath are better friends than me. So like... Yeah, the idea of a best friend I think is a little outdated for... A, are you my best friend? Like <laughs> As well, an adult? I, I thought I was your best friend. As an adult? <laughs> I thought... But I thought I was your best friend. Here, here's the other thing. I would say yes to the best friend thing, but when people get into relationships with... Like relationships? Yeah. That's a different romantic relationship. There's something about how much you can give of yourself to another person. And like, I think (laughs) this is not, not this, I don't mean this in any negative way, but like, I think me and you were definitely closer before you met Patricia, because the energy that you were giving to a significant other, we were like, not even, not even me and you specifically. And I've noticed this with other friends too. Like I taught more time. Yeah. That's it. It really comes down to time. And like, like you and I could go out three nights a week. And that we're just with each other the entire time. And then the next morning we'll go get food together, whatever. It wasn't like we were in a relationship, but when you, that's like definite, definite best friends. But then when you get into a relationship, it's like, we're still best friends. But that level of what that means is like, are we texting each other first thing in the morning? No. No, but we used to yeah and we also have a bit of business uh relationship too oh yeah so it's like it's sometimes hard where it's like okay are we here to talk we either got to talk shop and then i think burn. we're really good at oh, dividing absolutely. that absolutely yeah yeah absolutely yeah no complaints there but there is definitely also that layer to it but yeah. i think you know <laughs> it's funny it's a new year banshees of industry and have you ever been um has anyone ever broken off a friendship with you Like where you've been, like what you don't want to be friends with me anymore. No, but I've done that many, not many times, but a few times. Yeah, it's it's the hardest thing in the world. I do sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just sucks because like if you know, sometimes you just outgrow people and they want to just kind of hold you back or hold you down, or you just grow apart. Not even down, but you have to protect your own energy. Always number one. Like don't making being rude is better than being regretful. Okay. Like, if you think it's going to be rude to not go out with that group of friends because all they do is go to the same bar, talk the same shit, and it's, like, rude to not go out with them, but you'll regret going out with them, choose not regretting it and, like, reading a book or going to, like, a knitting club or going to a library mm-hmm. or a barns, whatever your new thing may be. Um, and yeah. the other side of it is this is uh, something I've been saying a lot to Adam, too. You don't have to hear this advice. But... When you get invited somewhere, like a lot of people, introverts, they want to not go. They're just like, "Ah, I don't want to go to that party. I don't really want to go out. I'll just stay home. And my theory of this is if you stay home, there is an upside. You don't have to like put on your energy. You don't have to put on a smile and you... Don't have to interact with people. You get to be comfortable, but there's a maximum ceiling of how much upside you get from staying home. If you go out, you have no idea what the upside, the potential upside is. You meet the love of your life. You meet a new best friend. You make a business connection. Yeah. You have the time of your life. You run into someone you haven't seen. The, the The upside of going out is infinite, and the upside of staying in is very limited. And the worst that happens if you go out is you. What you, what, you went out. And then yeah. you've you got an I mean, hour. But you did li- the damn thing. You're never going to look as good looking and be as young as you are right now. I've been using so this So go too. out, you're young, you're hot, Adam, live your life. Since you said this on the podcast, he uses this phrase a lot. You only have so many weekends while you're young and hot. Yeah. Facts. It's, I'm glad to hear Adam say that. Yeah. Well, he got it from you. Oh, yeah. I told him that. Shit. There's only so many weekends where you're young and hot. Facts. So I it's think- great that we're going to be going on tonight. Maybe you might meet. Be- <laughs> the date I'm going to bring to all five of these weddings. <laughs> well, I'm like you got to meet your parents. You only got like a limited amount of time. They don't have to meet my parents to go to a wedding. I know, I'm kidding. But wait, you're talking about my wedding? Yeah. Well, well I, I you, you may you may not need to have a date. You're going to be a groomsman, Mike. No, I want to have a date at a wedding. What but do you, you mean? That's half the fun of going to a wedding is having a date to make fun of everyone else with. Oh, true, true, but true. Did true, you see true. Matt's aunt? Jesus Christ. Uh, oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm sure your aunt is lovely. Oh, they are the best. Have, um wait, no, that's it. No, yeah. Damn straight. Well, I have, like, three weddings this summer, over all overseas. Dope. Two, Two in Italy, one in Ireland. Two in Italy? I know. I might That's not go- too many. I might not go to both. Yeah. And then one in Ireland, and then a bachelor party in July, and then your birthday, and then your wedding, and then Joe's wedding, and then Jason's wedding, and who the fuck else knows? Well, that's it for another episode of... Is that it? I think D- so. Are we done? I thought we had, like, a whole other hour left. Hold on. Let me see how long... I think we were pretty good. No That's, yeah, no, that was fifty minutes. That was more than Oh enough. my gosh. You wanna start a Patreon? My zipper's been undone. Hopefully nobody's seeing oh, that. Oh my okay, goodness. Um, Wait, Patreon? I mean if we're if you feel like we can do another hour. If you guys would like a Patreon, please comment down below. And trust me, I think we would make it an affordable Patreon. Like right? thirty five dollars a day. <laughs> well, no, we would make it reasonable. And I would love to see what you guys would like to see from us or from me. Nudes. The thing is, though, everyone has a Patreon, so I get if you're like, absolutely not, Matt, do not start Patreon. But if you think I was worth a couple dollars a month <laughs> to get exclusive content, I don't know if this well, is means <laughs> means the best. Bitch. What now? I don't uh, know if you guys think I'm worth any. Like, I don't know. But the thing is, I just don't want to make it uh, feel like I'm gatekeeping my own self for these people. No, we've but never, we've never done I'm that. Exciting, exciting things are coming for uh, and a half the year. We're gonna have better lights. We're gonna have better cameras. We're gonna have a whole different shift in conversations. So get ready, be excited. Barack Obama's coming on. <laughs> I thought it was, I thought it was Michelle. <laughs> we got Barack. Well, I, we we're gonna do a couples episode, but we'll split them up, and then we'll have them as a couple. Uh, okay, cool. That's the Matt King special. All right, all right, all right, all right. Well, we'll see you next next week or the week after. We'll, we'll see, you. see you next week. Let's keep busting these out. Okay. All right, guys. Love y'all so much. Have a great start to your new year. Bye. We'll catch you later. Bye-bye.